What you think, you see, and you ultimately become. Think better, live better. Welcome to the Think Better, Live Better podcast. We're your hosts, Mark and Angel Chernoff, New York Times bestselling authors and creators of the popular blog, Mark and Angel Hack Life. Today's episode is how to practice letting go when you catch yourself holding on. If you worry too much about what might be or what might have been, you will ignore and overlook what is. Remember this. Happiness is letting go of what you assume your life is supposed to be like right now and sincerely appreciating it for everything that it is. Letting go is a topic that Angel and I have talked about before on this podcast, and it's something that we explore again and again because it's something a lot of us struggle with. We're always holding on. Now, over the past decade, as Angel and I have gradually worked with hundreds of our core students and coaching clients and live event attendees, we've come to understand that the root cause of most human stress is simply our stubborn propensity to hold on to things. In a nutshell, we hold on tight to the hope that things will go exactly as we imagine, and then we complicate our lives to no end when they don't. For example, there are a number of times when our minds cling to unhelpful ideas. Like, life isn't supposed to be this way, right? I need it to be different than it is. Or, there is only one thing I want and I can't be happy without it. Or, I'm absolutely right and the other person is absolutely wrong. Or, this person should love me and want to be with me no matter what. Or, I should not be alone. I should not be overweight. I should not be exactly how I am right now, right? Or some variation of that. In all of these common examples, the mind holds on to something, an ideal, that isn't real. And after a while, the inevitable happens. Lots of unnecessary stress, anxiety, unhappiness, self-righteousness, self-hate, and depressive emotions ensue. So how can we stop holding on so tight? by realizing that there's nothing to hold on to in the first place. Most of the things we desperately try to hold on to, as if they're real, certain, solid, and everlasting fixtures in our lives, aren't really there. Or if they are there in some form, they're changing, fluid, impermanent, or simply imagined in our minds. Life gets a lot easier to deal with when we remind ourselves of this and live accordingly. Today, Let's practice doing just that together. Practice letting everything breathe. As you listen to these words, you are breathing. Stop for a moment and notice this breath. You can control this breath and make it faster or slower, or make it behave as you like. Or you can simply let yourself inhale and exhale naturally. There is peace in just letting your lungs breathe without having to control the situation or do anything about it. Now imagine letting other parts of your body breathe, like your tense shoulders. Just let them be without having to tense them or control them. Now look around the room you're in and notice the objects around you. Pick one and let it breathe. There are likely people in the room with you too, or in the same house or building, or in nearby houses or building. Visualize them in your mind and let them breathe. When you let everything and everyone breathe, you just let them be exactly as they are. You don't need to control them, worry about them, or change them. 
You just let them breathe in peace and you accept them as they are. This is what letting go is all about. It can be a life-changing practice. Practice accepting your present reality and just floating. Imagine you're blindfolded and treading water in the center of a large swimming pool, and you're struggling desperately to grab the edge of the pool that you think is nearby, but really it's not. It's far away. Trying to grab that imaginary edge is stressing you out and tiring you out as you splash around aimlessly trying to hold on to something that isn't there. Now imagine you pause, you take a deep breath, and you realize that there's nothing nearby to hold on to, just water around you. You can continue to struggle with grabbing at something that doesn't exist, or you can accept that there's only water around you and relax and float. The truth is, inner peace begins the moment you take a new breath and choose not to allow an uncontrollable event to dominate you in the present. You are not what happened to you. You are what you choose to become in this moment. Let go, breathe, and begin again. Practice challenging the stories you keep telling yourself. Many of the biggest misunderstandings in life could be avoided if we simply took the time to ask, what else could this mean? A wonderful way to do this is by using a, a reframing tool we initially picked up from research professor Brene Brown, which we then tailored through our coaching work with students and live event attendees. We call the tool the story I'm telling myself. Although asking the question itself, what else could this mean, can help reframe our thoughts and broaden our perspectives, using the simple phrase, the story I'm telling myself as a prefix to troubling thoughts has undoubtedly created many aha moments for our students and clients in recent times. Here's how it works. The story I'm telling myself can be applied to any difficult life situation or circumstance in which a troubling thought is getting the best of you. For example, perhaps someone you love, maybe your husband, wife, boyfriend, or girlfriend, didn't call you or text you when they said they would. And now an hour has passed and you're feeling upset because you're obviously not a high enough priority to them. When you catch yourself feeling this way, use the phrase, the story I'm telling myself is that they didn't call me because I'm not a high enough priority to them. Then ask yourself these questions. Can I be absolutely certain this story is true? How do I feel and behave when I tell myself this story? What's one other possibility that might also make the ending to the story true? Give yourself the space to think it all through carefully. Challenge yourself to think better on a daily basis, to challenge the stories you subconsciously tell yourself and do a reality check with a more objective mindset. Practice putting the figurative glass down. 20 years ago, when Angel and I were just undergrads in college, our psychology professor taught us a lesson we've never forgotten and often shared uh, with coaching clients and live event attendees and so forth over the years. On the last day of class before graduation, our professor walked up on stage to teach one final lesson that she called a vital lesson on the power of perspective and mindset. As she raised a glass of water over her head, Everyone in the room expected her to mention the typical glass half empty or glass half full metaphor. But instead, with a smile on her face, our professor asked, how heavy is this glass of water I'm holding? 
Students shouted out answers ranging from a couple of ounces to a few pounds. And after a few moments of fielding answers and nodding her head, she replied, From my perspective, the absolute weight of this glass is irrelevant. It all depends on how long I hold it. If I hold it for a minute or two, it's fairly light. If I hold it for an hour straight, its weight might make my arm ache. If I hold it for a day straight, my arm will likely cramp up and begin to feel completely numb and paralyzed, forcing me to drop the glass to the floor. In each case, the absolute weight of the glass doesn't change, but the longer I hold it, the heavier it feels to me. As most of us students nodded our heads in agreement, she continued, your worries and frustrations, disappointments and stressful thoughts are very much like this glass of water. Think about them for a little while and nothing drastic happens. Think about them for a bit longer and you begin to feel noticeable pain. Think about them all day long and you will feel completely numb and paralyzed, incapable of doing anything until you drop them. Think about how this relates to your life right now. If you've been struggling to cope with the weight of what's on your mind today, it's a strong sign that it's time to put the figurative glass down. Renew your faith in yourself. A big part of practicing a letting go is gradually renewing your faith in yourself. This renewed faith means finding the willingness to live with uncertainty, to feel your way through each day, to let your intuition guide you like a flashlight in the dark. It's about standing firmly on your own two legs without the crutches you've been holding on to. And you are strong enough. You got this. So what if for today, you chose to believe that you have enough and you are enough? What if for today, you choose to believe that you are strong enough, wise enough, kind enough, and loved enough to take a positive step forward? What if, for today, you accepted people exactly as they are and life exactly as it is? What if, as the sun sets on today, you chose to believe that the little bits of progress you made were more than enough for one day? And what if, tomorrow, you chose to believe it all over again? Practice making these choices. Practice letting go and renewing the faith you once had in yourself. Yeah. It is a practice too. That's, I mean, letting go is absolutely a practice. It's not something that happens. Um, I don't think we ever just let something go. I think that's the expectation. Like Angel and I often field emails or comments on social media or, or direct questions from coaching clients and, and live event attendees. It, sort of like, I, I understand the concept of letting go, you know, but how do I do it? Like, how can I possibly, like, what's the how here? And it, it is a practice, right? I mean, and a lot of it is mindset, as we've talked about previously on, on, on this podcast and in blog posts and books. I mean, you really have to first tune in to what you're feeling and know what it is that you're holding on to, right? You have to take account of like, the inventory in your mind and, and the things that you have uh, in, in your on your plate, right? Like from from a very emotional and mental standpoint. Um, a lot of times we go through our days with extra weight holding that glass, right, that our mm -hmm. professor talked about without even realizing that we're holding that glass, right? We've, we've been holding it for so long, carrying it around with us that we don't even notice its weight. But slowly it's just breaking us down. It's, 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 it's the pain is growing, right? It's beginning to fester and we're, we're going to drop it at some point. 
And it, the interesting thing is that so often we don't even realize we're carrying it mm-hmm. until it drops, until everything comes crashing down. And then we sort of look and go, how did all this happen? Like, like why did I do that? You know, like, well, like, why am I where I'm at? And like, why is there shattered glass around me? And it's because we've been holding more than we needed to hold. But the only way to know that is to tune into yourself and to, to, to say, okay, like, you know, I am feeling stressed. I am having anxiety. I am feeling this extra weight. What is this weight? What are these thoughts about the weight? Like, like, you know, what, what really is going on in my head and heart right now? And can I at least pay attention to it enough to take an inventory of what I'm carrying around with me? Yeah. It begins with pausing and creating that space to like do some self-reflection, right? Oh, and yeah. it doesn't have to be all day, right? We're not saying, oh my gosh, I'm so busy. I don't have, I don't have time to pause or do any of this, but even just five minutes, like, you know, um, letting everything be, right? Like you breathing, letting others breathe, the things around you, not having to control them, really bringing awareness to what is going on in your head, in your thoughts that you're dwelling on, right? Mm -hmm. Like that glass being full and holding on to it. Like what are the thoughts that are in that glass? But you've got to create that space to reflect on them. So taking time to just say, hey, what's been keeping me up at night? Like, what, what, what is going on? What are the thoughts that keep occurring again and again? You know, I read a, a statistic recently that said 90% of the thoughts you have today, you had yesterday and you'll have tomorrow. Mm. And that the same thoughts occur and occur and occur again. So you're going to dwell on the same thing. So it's bringing awareness to those thoughts and then tackling them, right? Tackling them. The story I'm telling myself about this situation is this. What else could this mean? Yeah. And I think, you know, an important part of, of challenging your thoughts and letting go in general is that it really happens in two phases, right? I mean, I think sometimes we're trying to attack, like we, we, we feel a, s- a certain level of stress or anxiety or emotion, and we want to try to solve it in that moment, but it can't be solved in that moment. And I think that's an important thing to remember is when we are feeling under pressure and overwhelmed and filled with anxiety, that's in time to notice and maybe record what we're thinking. Maybe that's a time for journaling. That is not a time for resolution, right? When we are feeling emotional and bent out of shape, we're not going to fix anything because we're not in the right state of mind to fix things. So it is, is it, it's on us to tune into those moments and not away from them, not distracting ourselves with you know, alcohol, uh, TV watching, whatever it is, but tune in instead and say, wow, I'm feeling this way. And just take note of that. Maybe record it. Could be the voice recorder just writing it down. And then when we are feeling more calm and collected, going back and taking a look at what we wrote down and really starting to challenge and say, okay, like what is what am I holding on to here in these tough moments that I'm carrying with me everywhere, right? It's just in these moments of, of stress and anxiety that I'm feeling this more. But am I really carrying this with me everywhere I go? And if I am, how do I start working on reminding myself that this isn't my burden to bear, right? This isn't something I need on my plate. I can let this go. So... Anyway, I mean, it's, it's not an end-all, be-all solution, but tuning into ourselves and noticing what we're carrying around is really the first step in the battle of being able to put that figurative glass down or being able to let the things around us breathe because it's, it's a vitally important practice. Um, it, we're not getting anywhere holding everything. Yeah, and, and we're holding everything or even trying to control it, right? Mm-hmm. I love the analogy of being in the pool and instead of trying to reach for that side to float, um, yeah. like... We can embrace the water around us and be where we are, yeah. 
Yeah. We'd love to hear what you think about this episode. Please rate and review and tell us what you think. Remember, what you think, you see, you ultimately become. Think better, live better. Uh